to Brewery Society Beers episode number 20 of Brutal Battle. So to start off, uh, I have two beers in front of me. I do know the type of beer I'm going to be doing for the third, which is a pretty different version of, than what we have. It's not something we definitely haven't had on the podcast before, but we don't have it on very often at all. I think maybe we had kind of one version of this style of beer on in a previous Brewery Society Beers episode. Um, so that'll be the third one. The first one is, I thought initially this was going to be a stout, and then I didn't read it properly. It's not a stout, but it sounds like it should have a stout base to it, but it's definitely a lot different. We'll see how that one goes. And the second one is a sour that sounds very interesting to me. So let's get started with this first very odd one. It's called Doctor's Orders, and it's a rum barrel-aged blonde ale with coconut, pineapple, Madagascar vanilla beans, orange zest, and nutmeg, and it is 10.8% alcohol. Now, you can see why I would think when I'd read it before and then it had been a while that it would be a stout because all those things, oops, sorry, all those things in a beer would sound, especially coming from the brewery, like it would be a stout of sorts, especially being barrel-aged, but always interesting to try something very different, and obviously this sounds... Pretty different. Pouring it now. Alright, so the look of this one, very orange, almost like a little brownish to it as well. A uh, little bit of head hanging out on the top. It's mainly very fine bubbles on the top, uh, a few kind of medium-ish. Uh, there's definitely strong smells coming off of it. Ooh, wow. Okay, <laughs> that pineapple is very strong in the nose. I was not expecting it to be that strong. The pineapple is super strong. I can definitely smell the rum barrel aspect to it. It does have this kind of spice character that you get from rum barrel aged beers. It also has that spirit kind of ABV, a uh, little bit of a stringency nose to it as well. Hmm, trying to see. If I get the vanilla, it's very, very, very slightly getting the vanilla. Don't really get the coconut. Don't really get the nutmeg. I do feel like I'm getting some of that orange zest, but it's also getting slightly lost within the pineapple because, once again, the pineapple is very, very vibrant when it comes to the nose for this beer. And actually, with how pineapple-y it is, it makes it smell like it's almost a little bit sour, uh, but, I I mean, it's not supposed to be. Otherwise, it would be from Brewery Teru. But let's go in for a sip here. Ooh. Okay. Actually, it is. It is sour. Okay. Um, that's interesting. I didn't think this was supposed to be a sour, but I guess it is. Because it is very heavy on the pineapple. Which is fine. Like, pineapple tastes good. It's going to take my palate a few sips to get through this to, like, really acclimate to how strong that pine pineapple is before I start to get some other flavors coming through. Mmm. Yeah. Strong pineapple that's very, very tart up front. As I've now taken three sips of it, the sour tartness on my tongue has started to subside a bit. I'm definitely getting the rum barrel coming through with that kind of spice character I was talking about on the nose. There's a little bit of like a warming in the back of my throat, so you know it's got a barrel character to it. It's not really tasting astringent, like I was saying I was getting in the nose, so that's good. 
Mm. Not perceiving the nutmeg at all. I'm getting a little bit of the vanilla and the orange zest I am getting as well. But once again, just like in the nose, the orange zest is getting a little bit lost in that pineapple. But if you really concentrate, you can kind of pull it out. Um, it's pretty good. I enjoy it. Oh, and on that last sip, the vanilla was growing a little bit more. Because it, it's, it's one of those things where once your palate acclimates to how strong the pineapple is, and it knows what to expect, you're starting to get some of the other flavors, and then the pineapple perception starts coming down, and the perception of some of these other flavors start to go up a bit. I think I would like more vanilla to this, more of the vanilla bean to this, but other than that, I think it's pretty good. I, I am enjoying it. So let me go ahead and read the back of it. Inspired by an island-born remedy to life's ailments, Doctor's Orders packs tropical sweetness and fresh fruit character with a thick, smoothie-like decadence. This blonde ale aged in fresh Jamaican rum barrels was treated with loads of pineapple, yeah, that's apparent, fresh coconut and Madagascar vanilla beans with sprinkles of orange zest and nutmeg. Administer with glassware in 10-ounce servings and repeat as needed. I see what they did there, the whole Doctor's Orders thing. Um, the coconut, I don't get the coconut. Uh, that's a problem we've had with beers in general that have coconut in them. A lot of the times you just can't perceive it. They're not putting enough coconut in, especially to stand up to other flavors that are at play within the beers. So this one's falling into that category, unfortunately, but good beer. I am enjoying it. So let's put this one aside and let's move on to the second beer. E-E-R-R-E-U-B-Q, uh, and you'll see where they're going with a barbecue theme on this one. This one is definitely a sour because it's the brewery and brewery Terryu working together. Now, not 100% sure about how I'm going to feel about the base of this because recently we had one of their honey ales, and this is a honey ale, and we weren't big on that one, but we'll see how this one goes. This Terryu BQ is a tart honey ale with peaches, pineapples, and rosemary, so mirroring the first beer having pineapple in it, we'll see to what level. Uh, this is a 7.9% uh, beer, and interested to get into it. Oh, and I should say that both of these are in 750 milliliter bottles. Also, if you're hearing noise, uh, my cat is getting into a box and making noise, so, you know, she oftentimes has to make some sort of noisy appearance on the podcast. All right, ooh, so pouring it, it looks very light in color. Very light in color. Oh my gosh, it's like, it's very clear looking. It's very, like, it's got a little bit of an orangish. It's like an orangish yellow. Very light. I wasn't expecting it to be that light. I was thinking maybe a much darker orange. It's very effervescent, too. There's a lot of carbonation popping up as I was pouring it. So we'll see what that translates to. Let's smell. Ooh, interesting. It definitely has this kind of little bit of like a smokiness to it, which, you know, is invoking the whole barbecue thing. I guess that's having to do with the rosemary. I, but here's the thing. I'm wondering, based off the smell of it and that kind of like grill smokiness, I wonder if they took the peaches and the pineapples and actually grilled them and then brewed with them. But I, I'll find out when I read the flavor text on the back. But going to evaluate this beer first. I'm definitely smelling smoke to it, and it's not crazy because smoke in beer can be 
very polarizing. People can just be like, oh, that's really nasty or it's too much. And in other other situations, people can be like, oh, it's it's like this nice accent of a smokiness. And I think in this instance, it's a nice accent of a smokiness to it, but it's also a bit stronger than that. It smells kind of... I, I smell the honey to it. I definitely smell the pineapple. I smell the rosemary. And I smell the peaches. I can smell all of the things that are actually in this. I think the rosemary is relatively light, uh, which is good, because you don't want something like rosemary to come become too strong in a beer, but it smells pretty good. It smells very interesting. Um, going in. Oh, it's very light. Very light. Has a decent sweetness. Has a tartness to it. But interestingly enough, well, maybe this partially has to do with the fact that I just had that doctor's orders that had a decent sourness from all that pineapple. Um, it's not tasting as sour as the doctor's orders, which is very interesting. Hmm. It's like this light sourness. Definitely get the pineapple. I get the peach coming in after the pineapple. So the pineapple is definitely more prominent in the flavor than the peaches. But the peach is there as like a nice little accent at the end of the pineapple. Decent like lemony tartness up front. It's definitely smoky, though. I, I really feel like there's going to say something on the bottle that they actually grilled the peaches and or pineapple, one or the other. Hmm. And I can taste the rosemary. And much like in the smell, the rosemary is not overpowering. This is nice. I actually really like this. Um, and the smokiness is at a good level. This is a very interesting beer. And I believe I'm liking it more than the first one. Um, wow. Okay. I mean, honey ale, in this instance, thumbs up on this one. I, I enjoy this beer. It's pretty nice. All right. So, oh, and the other thing I really like about this is how light it is in the mouthfeel, and also that it's, you know, lower ABV. It's 7.9, so that's not crazy, especially for the brewery. All right, let's read the flavor text. Fire up the barbecue. We're grilling up another funky imperial sour. We added house-smoked peaches, pineapple, rosemary, with just a touch of honey for a light, funky, fruity ale, perfect for an evening with friends and a nice evening over a hot grill. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Light, funky, fruity ale. Yes, it is all those things. I think it's pretty nice. Um, when I initially saw this beer available, I read what was in it, and I was like, I don't know, that seems a little bit too weird, maybe. But took a chance on it, and I'm glad I did. I really do enjoy this. So... That said, let's just go ahead and move on to the third and final beer, and then we'll see where we are with the ranking. And this final beer is a wine-beer hybrid, and this one's particularly interesting because it's in collaboration with another company that Patrick Rue owns. So we, now if we can count them, that's four alcohol companies at this point because it's the brewery, it's the brewery Terreau, it's Offshoot, and now Erosion Wine. And just like you can, in some states, uh, purchase brewery beers and have them shipped to you, you can also purchase erosion wines and have them shipped to you. And not all of their wines are, like, straight up. Uh, I'm going to read you some of what, well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that now, and then I'll get to the actual beer that I'm going to do that's the collaboration. Uh, here are the wines that they have on their website at the point when I'm doing this recording. 
You're So Pretty, which is a fizzy white wine with cherries. Sounds interesting. Oh, and they put all their wines in cans, which is awesome. Uh, then they have Sparkler Machinery, which is a fizzy Chardonnay. They have The Floor is Lava, which is a Cabernet Sauvignon. They have a red blend called Crude, C-R-U-E-D. Uh, they have a red, another red blend called Afraid of Clowns. They have Secret Handshakes, which is a Merlot with cacao and vanilla beans added. So here they are adding additional adjuncts, which from a traditional standpoint is a big no-no with wines. But, you know, you would expect the brewery owner to do something like this. Then they have a fizzy red wine called Piquette Boo, which, uh, fizzy red wine, I'd be interested to know what that's like. And the final one that I think is very interesting, this wine's in collaboration with Sierra Nevada Brewing. They're calling it a Triple India Pale Wine, which is the first time I'm hearing of this. It is a carbonated white wine done with Cascade Hops. Some of them are Cascade Hops, some of them are Simcoe Hops. And then some of them are a mixture of hopping, and that is Citra, Cryo, Simcoe, and Cascade. And that's like their super hoppy version. I personally would be kind of interested in trying one of those. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have that in front of me. Well, maybe fortunately. I don't know. Depends on how this beer turns out. This one is their J.R. Harris. It is in a wine-shaped bottle, but it is a beer-wine hybrid. This is an Imperial Stout with Cabernet Sauvignon grapes aged in French oak punchins. And as it says on here, in collaboration with Erosion Wine Company, it is 15.5% alcohol. So high, but, well, and actually a little bit higher than most higher ABV wines, but not insanely high for a Imperial Stout done by the brewery. So I'm going to pour myself a little bit of this, see what we're looking like. I'm assuming it's going to look like a Cabernet Sauvignon for the most part. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it, it literally does look like a blend between an Imperial Stout and a Cabernet Sauvignon because it is very dark and, you know, blackish brown. But where you see around the edges, it's pretty red. So it's like a brownish red, more on the red side. Not a whole lot of carbonation to it. Oh, and this had um, a cork in it, like a you know, a bottle of wine would. And the cork said on it, the brewery, and then it said brewery societies on there specifically. So I think this beer was done only for societies. I don't think this was released to the public. Then on top of that, it was uh, dipped in wax at least once, definitely once. Uh, it looks like maybe two coats. Anyway, uh, gonna sniff this bad boy. Ooh, smell the Cabernet Sauvignon grapes a lot. Very cherry on the nose, tons and tons of cherry to it. You definitely get that very tannic wine smell that you get from the uh, contact with the red wine uh, skins. So it's not, it smells very kind of like drying and tannic. It also has a very woody nose to it because of those fresh oak punchins. And there is a little bit of a chocolatiness that's coming from the Imperial Stout base. It's got a little bit of an astringency at play on it as well, since it is higher ABV. And a little bit of a sweetness that's coming off as like a raisin sweetness. So, pretty interesting nose. I like this. It truly does smell like an Imperial Stout 
red wine hybrid. So I'm pretty excited to give it a shot going in. A lot of red wine to it. So, mm, this is very interesting. It's very interesting because up front, it hits me as a straight up uh, woody, cherry driven Cabernet Sauvignon. And then as it finishes, it finishes like a roasty, chocolatey Imperial Stout. So it's literally two separate flavor experiences clearly split in two when I take a sip. Now, that's just my first sip, so let me see what my second's like. Yeah, it's the totally red wine up front, Imperial Stout on the back, but on the second sip, because more is able to kind of sit and coat my mouth and my palate, I'm getting a little bit more of that kind of tannic quality from the Cabernet Sauvignon coming through, and I'm having a lot more of the woodiness from the French oak punchins kind of hang out in the flavor. Uh, this is good. Mm. This is very interesting. So I would say that this isn't necessarily for wine lovers, and it's not necessarily for beer lovers. It kind of hits the sweet spot for people who enjoy both of those things, because basically what it does is it makes a kind of, I don't want to say weaker version of a Cabernet Sauvignon flavor-wise. Uh, it's just a little bit different, and it doesn't hit your palate as aggressively on the tannic notes. I think this Imperial Stout aspect of it is taking a lot of those kind of aggressive tannins away from the Cabernet Sauvignon otherwise, uh, which is good. I like it. It, it finishes cleaner. It's a very flavorful and interesting beer, and I really like this. This is nice. I like it. I think Rebecca's going to enjoy it as well. So uh, you can probably tell I've gushed most about this one, so I'm going to go ahead and get my ranking after I read the back of this J.R. Harris. Inspired by the sweeping views and elevated landscape of the Atlas Park Ava in Napa Valley, we set out to make another hybrid treat with our good friends at Erosion Wine Company. We blended and fermented our Black Tuesday Imperial Stout on the skins and musts of Cabernet Sauvignon grapes grown in the elevated Atlas Peak Ava region, then aged it in French oak punchins. The result is a delightful indulgence best enjoyed with a view. Well, I actually don't have a view because on this day when I'm recording, it's just rainy outside and has been today and yesterday, so no view, but hey. Okay, so... My number three beer for this episode is going to be the Doctor's Orders, which was the rum barrel aged blonde ale with coconut, pineapple, Madagascar, vanilla beans, orange zest, and nutmeg. The pineapple did too much in that, in my opinion. Wasn't a big fan of that one. It wasn't terrible, but I didn't really like it that much. Uh, the number two, which I did quite like and Rebecca ended up liking as well. The Teriyubiq, uh, tart honey ale with peaches, pineapples, and rosemary. That came... To together pretty beautifully. The pineapple was a, at a good level. You could definitely taste the peaches, the honey, the rosemary. It was a very interesting and tasty beer. And obviously that leaves my number one as this J.R. Harris, which is a wonderful beer wine hybrid. Once again, the Imperial Stout with Cabernet Sauvignon grapes aged in French oak punchins. Cool. So none of these beers crack the top 10 for doing these Brewery Society beers episodes. So I'm not going to go over what the top 10 are for that reason because nothing has changed. You can just reference past episodes for that. Do me a quick favor. Spread the word about this podcast if you can. 
which you can. It's pretty easy to do. Also, rate us and review us through whatever podcatcher you use. iTunes helps us the most. Give us those top ratings. We would appreciate that. Uh, be in contact with us on Untapped. I'm Carlton Malibu, all one word. That's the easiest way to find me. And Rebecca is Rebecca C. Uh, also, Instagram, it's Brutal Battle Podcast on Instagram. And you can email us, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. If you just want to say hi, get beer recommendations, give us beer recommendations or episode recommendations, whatever you want to do. Should we get some erosion wines and see how that goes on a podcast? I don't know. Could be fun. But anyway, regardless, thank you so much for checking this episode out. And until next time, keep it brutal. Brutal.